Welcome to a podcast from Hope Church Glasgow. For more about us, check out hopechurchglasgow.org. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Well, this week I have I have a question for you right there, right out front to start start us off. Um, so have a think about this one. What's the difference between Superman and Batman? Um, may want to pause whatever you're doing because it's quite a profound and important question that we need to ask right at the beginning of today's podcast, which is on the kingdom of God and how we bring it, how we express the kingdom of God into the earth. Uh, literally, how are we agents of that kingdom so that more of heaven is manifest on the earth, is obvious on the earth through us? Key question, though. Before we get into all of that is what's the difference between superman and batman um now i know you can't well you can shout it out at me i, I won't hear but i maybe it might help um what what i what i think about this and i thought about this it's a profound and important issue is that actually superman is the only true superhero because he has special powers because he comes from a different planet you know he comes from Krypton, not the Earth. Whereas Batman, I'm sorry, Batman fans, and I do like Batman. There's nothing I've got nothing against him. I've got, I haven't got it in for him. But Batman really isn't a superhero. He's a human with gadgets. Yes, he is. He's a human with gadgets. He's got enough money to make a lot of really special gadgets, and he also works out a lot. And has learned to do, you know, all kinds of cool fighting moves, and I don't know, he's 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 just incredible. But he's a human. He comes from the earth, and he's a human with gadgets, and he's got enough money to make some incredible gadgets and the discipline to work out a lot. And, and my experience is that, that that many believers think what we're trying to be, as we try to be like Jesus, is that we're trying to be like Batman. Um, so. We are applying as today. We're trying to apply some of the things we've been learning. What does it look like in my life? How can I express, bring, display, manifest more of the kingdom of heaven on the earth through me, through you? And and and, and if we go the Batman route, it's really it, it it gets too challenging, and we give up too quickly. So we end up feeling like, oh, okay, you know, God's given us all these gifts all these gadgets but we're a bit unfamiliar with them we don't really know how to use them um and i for one definitely don't work out enough you know and you can you can use that as a metaphor for how's your prayer life or you know how much of the bible do you know or do you read or uh, all of which are, i would highly recommend all right so i'm not saying we shouldn't do that but there's there's always more there's always more i'll be reading my bible most days not every day but most days of my life for over 40 years and i love it but i can still feel like i don't work out enough if i adopt the batman way of thinking so ask yourself are you when you come to how do i be more of a kingdom activist whatever phrase we want to use for this how do I bring more of them to us? Are you thinking, oh my, it's Batman and I don't know how to use the gadgets and I don't work out enough? Or are you thinking Superman? You see, now Superman didn't come from the earth. 
uh, it came from Krypton. Now that's why he's got superpowers. Now Jesus fundamentally is 100% human, but fundamentally he came from heaven. So he's got superpowers and he lives inside of you and me. And, and if we lean into that reality more and more and learn how to partner with him, rather than try to remember which gadget we're using, but we know we have his resources, his very nature, himself living inside of us, coursing through our veins, uh, it, 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 it actually gets a little bit easier. And on the subject of the kingdom, Jesus actually said to us, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. And I, and I think he said that because he knew that he was living in us. He was going to come to live within us. So he's not a human with gadgets. He's the true supernatural being with superpowers and he's living inside of you and me. That means this kingdom stuff is possible for every every believer as we learn to tap into our true nature and his true nature as we lean into that, as we submit to him, as we realise who we really are as sons and daughters indwelt by by God himself. So let, let's let's dig into this now to what could it look like how can we express the kingdom of god we're going to look at uh, our definitions going back a few sessions on this but we defined the kingdom of god in three ways we had three aspects it's the realm of the unhindered will of god it's the realm of the unhindered work of the spirit and the kingdom of god is the manifestation of the father heart of god so it's the realm or place of the unhindered will of God, it's the realm or place of the unhindered work of the Spirit, and, and it's the expression or manifestation of the Father heart of God. If you put that, those three things together, get the juices out of them, you'll be tasting what the kingdom of God is essentially. Uh, and of course, heaven is all of those things. It's a place where God's will is done unhindered, it's the place where the Spirit works unhindered, and where the Father heart is seen and experienced without dilution so these constitute our basic commission in life which is to seek first the kingdom which we've talked about before and, and it's challenging and it's costly but it's glorious and it's beautiful it's something to be prized and treasured so we've got this great exciting commission to know what it is to live in this realm and then express it and so to let, let me give you some thoughts on these three areas how we can express that on the earth first of all is if it's the realm of the unhindered will of god that, that we are personally submitted to the will of god in our own life are you submitted to god's will in your life is jesus lord it's, it's an old question but it's still a good question it's still a relevant question jesus is lord and he's lord of all and He's not just Lord of all, but he needs to be and wants to be Lord of you. Are you a place where God's will is done unhindered? Am I a place where God's will is done unhindered? Does he have the final say in his life? And, and I think this links to our willingness to submit to him. It, it, it links to our willingness to submit to scripture and its authority. I know some things in scripture are confusing, but some things in it are really clear and all scripture is god breathed and is profitable for us to timothy says for for training in righteousness and and we need to submit to it not our own particular view so are we submitted to the will of god in our own life because as we do that effectively 
as we do the will of God in our life, we're displaying the kingdom. Number two is, are we, are we ourselves, if it is the realm of the unhindered work of the Spirit, how are we doing in terms of being surrendered to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Just simply letting the river of the Holy Spirit flow from within you. Jesus said that rivers would flow from within. I, I feel this is so important that, 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 that we need to learn to be filled from the inside out, not just from the outside in. And that we yield to that, that we enjoy that. We splash around in those rivers that are bubbling up inside us right now. Because that's where our strength flows from. That's where our joy flows from. Right now, in this really attritional season, it's where the refreshing we need comes from. It's where the wisdom we need comes from. Be surrendered to the work of the Spirit who is in every believer and who is bubbling away. And, and we can start to tap into that because... We're made, we're made for it. We're made for him. We're made for Holy Spirit. Let's surrender. Let's not be afraid of what that might look like. Let's let him uh, work in our emotions, lift our mood. Oh, yeah, just let Holy Spirit touch you right now. And thirdly, the, we are here to, to express the heart of the Father if the kingdom is that manifestation of the father heart then to bring the kingdom to the earth we have a role to express the heart of the father to the earth so if you're a dad or a mom be a good one that's kingdom it, and then what we also do in this realm of heart of the father is we truly value people as he values people and, and i personally think a little bit too much is being made of this thing where it talks about uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself one of one of the great commandments and lots of people say we can't love other people unless you love yourself there's some truth in that but that's not really what the verse is teaching it's assuming that you have some love for yourself and so love other people at least as well as you love you now if you're struggling to love yourself then of course you know help is available <laughs> from the Holy Spirit and also great, great input from counsellors and so on. But the heartbeat is, as we start to love as the Father loves, the kingdom comes. As we start to value and give value to people as the Father values them, not how we see them, then the kingdom comes. And we start to create a thing called a culture. If enough, you need enough people to say, I am going to express the Father heart. I'm going to express the value that he has for people. Rather than think of whether I'm being valued, then you create a culture, a culture that feels like honor, a culture that feels like value. All right, so there, there, there's there's three ways that, that we can express this kingdom in our lives and through our lives. And then I want to, I want to take us a little bit further with this thinking that, as we've gone through these talks and done this teaching, we've 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 quoted these verses uh, that give us, I think, a really excellent definition of what the heart of the Father looks and feels like, what the work of the Spirit looks and feels like, what the will of God is, and that's Romans fourteen seventeen says the kingdom is uh, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And 1 Corinthians 4.20 says the kingdom of God doesn't consist in talk, but power. 
So here's four key words that describe the nature of the kingdom, if you like, the nature of the unhindered will of God, the work of the Spirit and the heart of the Father, and it's righteousness, it's peace, joy, and power, and they express this thing called kingdom really brilliantly. Righteousness, peace, joy, and power. And and the the king a kingdom expression without power is not really the kingdom. Alright, I know that's difficult to hear, but we do need to keep working to receive the power of the kingdom because even the righteousness, the peace and the joy are in the Holy Spirit. They're meant to happen in the flow and the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, if I cast out this demon, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. And we want the world to see the kingdom and its power. So let, let's have a look at how we can apply these different keywords, these key descriptor words of the will of God, the work of the Spirit, and the heart of the Father. So righteousness, which also connects and expresses justice. Obviously, there's personal standards of righteousness, of, of truthfulness, and honesty, and, and courage, and, and love for others, and mercy. Those, as, as we tap into that superhero nature that's flowing through us from Jesus, and do it right with righteousness we are expressing kingdom but also then we can support righteous causes we can support causes for justice all these expressions of true righteousness start to help the world see what the kingdom is what the real heart of god is that he's for the weak and lifting them up he's for the poor and lifting them up He's, he's for speaking and having a voice for the voiceless and so on. It brings, it brings incredible social justice, does the kingdom of God. And you see it in the life and ministry of Jesus. And, and in another podcast, I'll talk about how he achieved that. And uh, you can look at the social and economic impact of Jesus' ministry on a podcast from before. So righteousness um, is an expression of the kingdom of peace. Walking in peace in troubled times, we all know that's been a challenge um, in the troubled times we've been in. But, you know, being that non-anxious person in the room in a time of crisis, in a time of pressure, is an expression of the kingdom. It's actually supernatural. You're, you're displaying your superhero qualities at that moment. Um, and, and being a bringer of peace into your atmosphere is, is something, if we carry that in us, we can actually calm others down by the very fact that we are peaceful ourselves. Um, and you see that in people. You see, I have friends that are like that. And like, oh, they're here. It feels okay now. <laughs> That's someone who's carrying peace. And also creating peace between others. So this is a relational skill, is a manifestation of the kin kingdom where we can bring reconciliation, we can calm anger, we can bring people back into reconnection with one another. Peace. Joy, yes, joy is in there. Joy is part of the kingdom. It's an aspect of the unhindered will of the Father is joy. It's an, it, it's an expression of the work of the Holy Spirit and it's an expression of the heart of the Father. And we know it gives strength. And I think, I know in recent times of difficulty and 
pandemic, I think if I didn't get happy in worship at least a couple of times a week in this, I think I'd go nuts personally. So find a way to get your happy from the Holy Spirit. Find a way in worship. Find a way in prayer. Find a way of doing that. Find a way of um, of laughing. I, I, I've started to... One of the benefits of, of social media is if you start to like certain things, they give you more. So I started to find the funnies and like them, and, and, and some of them are genuinely funny. So I try and read some funnies once a day at least that make me laugh. And Theresa and I have got a couple of TV programs that pretty much always make us laugh. So we watch them every now and again. It's good to laugh and remember to laugh and get the chuckle muscles going. Um, and because that helps shift depressing atmospheres in our own life but also heavy atmospheres in people around us you can be an atmosphere shifter with the joy that you have learned to carry and enjoy and and, and second in this is the kingdom is good news it's the good news of the kingdom one way to bring joy is to be someone who shares good news the world is full of bad news we're awash we're drowning in bad news we're experts at bad news let's swim against the tide let's remember the good things god has done for us spot concentrate on what he is doing recall the testimonies I was, i've just been looking at this testimony thing again and israel was supposed to keep remembering what had happened hundreds of years before they were meant to keep recalling even crossing the red sea you know the sea parting and so on and so forth so it's not illegal to think of, you know, I saw that miracle. It was five years ago. It doesn't mean it's not valid anymore. Tell the story. Rehearse the story. It'll actually refresh you, refresh others and bring faith. I have a friend who started retelling the story of how he led worship in Toronto 25 years ago. And when he led worship in Toronto 25 years ago, a glory cloud appeared in the room and people started getting healed recently started to retell the story guess what well i can't say the glory cloud showed up but the presence of god showed up people started encountering the presence of god the age of the story is irrelevant you're telling good news of the kingdom and it brings great joy and and finally here it's about power so look for ways to release the power and presence of the lord in your everyday life um pray for people I, I i've experienced this over and over again and rarely have i had someone that offered prayer to refuse it it is just crossing that chicken wire just getting that courage but it's remarkable i, I have a, a non-christian friend that he knows i've prayed for him and i've also had prophetic words for him and he's not a believer but he really really appreciates it it's not made him like me less. It seems that it's helped him. What I've brought has helped him, and certainly relationally, we still have a decent relationship. So sometimes we're fearful that we'll lose it. Actually, you can gain something. Find a way to release the power and presence. A smile, a touch, an offer to pray, thinking of a prophecy. You don't even say this is a prophecy. You don't have to say it's a prophecy. You can find ways of bringing, I just feel the Lord. We pray for you. I just feel Jesus is saying this for you. <clears throat> um, and another area I think I've noticed is what's your power speciality? Um, I've been reading about a guy who works with a man called Randy Clark, who's uh, internationally known as a 
a guy who carries Holy Spirit impartation and healing. Um, and one of his team was a guy that he just encouraged to go after PTSD. He just felt the guy had like a specific anointing to bring supernatural to release release to people with post-traumatic stress disorder the guy had some uh, background actually professionally in counseling and so forth but he's now seen many thousands particularly uh, of military people get supernaturally released from ptsd he's made it his his go-to power speciality god's going to call you he's going to give you you know, we can all pray for all kinds of sickness, but he's going to give you a thing to press into that becomes your speciality. Ask him what your, your yours is. <clears throat> and remember, it's not an expensive gadget. It's part of the nature of God inside you, the superhero Jesus. Um, and then for me, uh, just to give you a few personal things to wrap this up, I mean, COVID lockdown was like, wow, what do we do? I mean, I have personally a passion and been pursuing for a long time to see the miraculous. And then suddenly you meet hardly anybody. What do we do? And that was what got me just offering prayer on the internet and just stuck myself out there. I went live, I think on a Thursday lunchtime. I think I advertised a bit on my Facebook page that I was going to go live or on the Hope Facebook page that I was going to go live and pray for whatever. Uh, and, and I did it. I was I was scared. Uh, I thought I could, you know, anything could happen. Nobody show up. You're scared of that. Could get just lots of crazy things, crazy people. Oh, I didn't know what was going to go on. But actually, I just was looking and needing an outlet. I, I think God had given me an outlet for what was in me, which is how do we pray for people so that more healing more miracles and keep happening despite lockdown and the outcome is we've got a whole bunch of people doing it now do the team doing a fantastic job we've seen incurable diseases healed we've seen cancer healed we've seen instant healings of backs and shoulders and and allergies and on and on and on and i'm so glad that i crossed the chicken line and did that and found an outlet there'll be an outlet for you somewhere for the power of god for the kingdom of god uh, another thing that, that I've, I've been trying to work on is to release more honour into situations I'm on Zooms with or things like that. And also Teresa and I, in our marriage, we work together, we live together, we're stuck in the same house together during lockdown, and we've been together over 40 years in marriage. We have taken the decision to work on thinking about and speaking about the good things, the things we're good at, because there's plenty of things that can get on your nerves when you're in that much close contact all the time. So we're working on honouring one another. What's your area? Find, find it, pick one, go for it. And finally, finally, I think I said finally once before, so often you get more than one finally, but this is the final finally. In terms of applying this, how do we do what we're called to do, which is to seek first the kingdom? What we've talked about so far is, is that we seek first his will. We seek first the work of the spirit in our lives. We seek first to express the heart of the father. We seek to be people of righteousness, display peace and joy and power. And finally, if we key into 
two two or three messages ago we talked about how how the church was an expression of the kingdom and the church is the light of the world if the world is is feeling dark it's because the church needs to shine more investing energy time and money in the church so that it shines better so that it gets healthier is a great way to seek first the kingdom and invest in kingdom advance in the world there are many great projects out there there are many great things going on in the world but fundamentally it's the church that's going to light the world not the project on its own i have to say that but that is how it is because that's just if you have a problem with that you have take it out with the bible but i'd encourage you in, in this time find fresh ways of investing time money prayer energy into making the church the light the world desperately needs so thanks for tuning in today i uh, hope that gives you some handles and outcomes and remember you have the superhero jesus living inside of you none of this is about you being batman working out more and finding out how to use all those awkward expensive gadgets jesus christ is in you he's the hope of glory and he said the kingdom of god is within you our job is to learn to let it out partner with it and display it thanks for joining me again god bless you bye thank you for listening find us on instagram facebook or search hope church glasgow on your favorite podcast player